You are listening to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 21. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello and welcome. I hope you are doing well and enjoying and surviving the May crazies, which is what today's podcast is all about. You may already be done with school and out for summer, or you might still be right in the midst of it. But I want to invite you to a group coaching call I'm going to be doing coming up. So if you have a request you'd like coaching on, you can email me or actually go to the link lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question with hyphens in between the words record my question. And you can type or record your uh, question and then I can either answer it on the podcast or on my monthly group coaching call. So make sure you're signed up at lifecoachingforparents.com so you can be invited and get the the link to join us. But today, I want to answer the question that came in from Lindsay. I feel so overwhelmed with the end of the school year craziness. I've got three little kids and their three teachers are asking so many things of me. Bring $5 for a field trip, send brownies for a party. Send in a baby picture for kinder graduation, black pants for the performance, flower and card for teacher appreciation, and on and on. Not to mention end-of-the-year gifts for my teacher, my son's birthday, my niece's high school graduation, and requests for my time. I'm supposed to volunteer at the festival, watch the end-of-the-year performance, and chaperone the field trip. My brain is ready to explode. This is all fun stuff, so I feel guilty complaining, but how the heck do people manage the May crazies without getting overwhelmed? Well, this is a great question, Lindsay. I certainly was in your boat. I remember feeling exactly the same way, especially when the kids were little, although last year it was pretty hectic too, fizzy May month. But I remember I was walking my dog one, this was December actually, it was Christmas. I was feeling totally overwhelmed with trying to remember all the things I had to do. Same things, right? Like the end of the year parties and the pageants and the performances and sports, you know, winding up. And so I ran into my neighbor. Now, my neighbor has five kids and at the time was homeschooling three of them. She was very involved with church activity. She surely, she could relate to my struggle of feeling overwhelmed, trying to manage the details of many lives, especially at this time of year. So I said to her, how in the world are you doing it? Like, you must be going crazy, too, trying to remember all the details, the gifts, the celebrations, the events with five kids. Like, how are you not overwhelmed? And she looked at me, kind and contemplatively, as she always does, and calmly replied, well, I have a lot of lists. Like, she did not relate at all to feeling crazy or stressed. So this was my warning sign. Like, okay, this is clearly is optional, this way that I'm feeling. And I've got to figure out how these other moms stay totally calm and why am I going so nuts? So the most common cause of overwhelm during these busy months, like May and December, is trying to hold too many things in your head at one time. So the... 
answer to the question of how do I get through the May crazies is to get it out of your head. Write everything down. You don't have to try to remember and hold it all in your head so you don't forget. If you trust yourself to check your lists and follow through, then this theoretically frees up your brain so you don't have to hold too many things in your head at one time. It's like having too many browser tabs open on your computer at the same time, right? Like sometimes the computer can't process it all, and so it slows down and it starts taking forever to load. It needs extra time to process everything. So we think maybe like being busy is actually the same thing as being productive, but actually it can slow us down. When we have too many thoughts in our head, we can become less productive. So trusting yourself to write it down and remember is kind of like closing one of those browser windows or a few of those browser windows. So there are fewer things to think about. If you do have a lot of lists and you still feel overwhelmed, then we're going to take it three steps further. Number one, break things into categories. Everything you need to buy could be compiled into one list. So you want to chunk things down. These are things I need to buy. These are phone calls I need to make. These are emails I need to take care of. I need to write checks or buy gift cards for graduations or whatever. And you kind of chunk them together. Number two, write down how long you think each task will take. So this is huge. (laughs) Sometimes we procrastinate on things that we really don't want to do. But when you realize that one email that you don't want to write only takes five minutes, it makes it seem less daunting and you can get it done more easily. So like we put off things because it's like, I don't really want to do that. I hate going to the mall. I hate going to the mall. And so it's like, I have to go to the mall. We can make it like this really big, horrible thing where if we write down like, really? Like how long will it take me to get in, buy the thing and get out? And when we put a number on it, it just makes it more containable and a little bit easier to manage. And it's like, oh, well, I can do anything for 20 minutes. Like that's not going to hurt me. So I highly recommend when you write things down to write down how long you think they're going to take. Number three, Choose a date and a time on your calendar to complete it. This was really life-changing for me. Is not just having a list that, it felt like the list never got smaller. (laughs) I just thought of more and more things to add to the list. And it wasn't something that I felt like gave me a sense of accomplishment. So what I would do is I would put them on the list, write down how long it takes to do them, and then put it on my calendar. Because when you know how long it's going to take, you can adjust for the time slot on your calendar. And so I would put it on the calendar so that I could see how much time I actually have in my schedule. And then when that time rolled around, I either had to take action on it or move it to another time slot on my calendar. And I would do this even for things like to think about, like think about summer vacation (laughs) plans. And I would put that on my calendar. So then I could kind of compartmentalize and I didn't have to hold that in my head of like, oh my gosh, summer's going to roll around and I've never made those plans. And my family's waiting for me to decide and I've got to talk to this person. And those kinds of things would drain my energy. But if I could just say like, okay, come June 1st, I'm going to think about summer vacation plans, then it freed me up to not feel like I was going to forget that. Because I think a lot of this, the drain of energy was from that worrying about forgetting something. 
So the list can look like this. Buy 13 toys for the summer preschool fun basket. 40 minutes, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Have Sophie make a card for her teacher. 10 minutes, Sunday at 2 o'clock. Buy fruit and make a fruit platter for the end of your party. 60 minutes, Thursday at 8 p.m. All you need to do is to check your calendar and obey it. If someone asks, can you drive kids to the park for field day? You will know if you can or cannot by looking at your calendar. And so that's what I love about it is it feels like it's an appointment. But so I want to dive into the life coaching answer of what gets in the way from implementing this tried and true method for reducing overwhelm. Well, I have not met an overwhelmed person yet who did not also have an element of perfectionism. Now, perfectionism, sometimes we think, well, I'm not perfectionistic because if I was, my house would be perfectly spotless and everything would be clean and organized. But perfectionism is just really more like black and white thinking. Inside our heads, perfectionism sounds something like this. I have to do everything right. I should do everything that they're asking me to do. I need to be there for my kids. I can't forget anything. We put on these kind of dire consequences to it and make it sound really important and really urgent and that we just absolutely have to, must, cannot forget anything, and we must do everything. So all these things, they make us feel like responsible, reliable super moms, right? Like this is a good quality. We kind of make the world go around. If it wasn't for us, what would happen to PTAs and school festivals and things? But When there's too many external expectations put upon us and we think they are all equally urgent and important, then we get overwhelmed. Do you ever think, why can't we be one of those moms that just phones it in and doesn't stress about it? You know, they show up or they don't show up or they forget something and they just forgive themselves. They make no big deal out of it. The reason we can't be like that is because we are not kind to ourselves if we drop the ball. Oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I forgot the coach's gift. What's wrong with me? Every other kid had their baby picture there. I'm such a terrible mother. How could I forget the baseball banquet? I'm such a loser. So when you get into this overwhelmed state and feeling crazy, it's usually because you have this very strong inner critic that's pretty perfectionistic and ready to pounce on you and tell you how terrible you are for not doing it right and perfectly. Other moms can drop the ball occasionally because they are quick to forgive themselves when they do. So what keeps us feeling crazy and overwhelmed is the fear of what we are going to say to ourselves about ourselves when we screw up. But of course, We're going to screw up. Mistakes happen, especially when there's a lot of expectations on us. But to feel more calm and more in control, we've got to commit to being nice to ourselves no matter what. So you practice. Practice saying things like, oh, well, no big deal. I've contributed plenty this year. I give myself permission to drop the ball. Not only will you feel calmer and more clear-headed, but you will be modeling for your kids how to let go of perfectionism and forgive yourself for being an ordinary human being. No doubt about it, you are a super mom, but trying to be perfect in May and December can be too much. 
Sometimes you just need to hang up the cape. Today's Supermom Kryptonite is trying not to drop any balls. So I want you to picture this. Picture a juggler with five balls in the air. He's focused. His whole body is tense. He might smile and talk, but he really can't relax. Most of his attention has to stay on juggling those five balls. Now imagine he's juggling these five balls for 12 hours a day. It's exhausting, mamas. It's too much. So give yourself permission to drop some balls. You can do it one of two ways. You can decide ahead of time which ball you're going to drop. Or you can just commit to being kind to yourself when the inevitable ball drops. So I like to do both. (laughs) I highly recommend deciding, okay, I'm not going to sign up to bring pizza to the party. Like I'm going to let somebody else do that. Or, you know, 13 trinkets for the summer fun basket that are just going to end up in the trash polluting our planet. It's not aligned with my values. I'm going to say no to that one. But then also have your own back and say, you know what? I might forget something because I'm trying to remember so much and that's okay. You are not perfect. You are not human. And human beings forget things, flake, and make mistakes. Welcome to the human race, Supermom. Today's Supermom Power Boost. When we are exhausted, overwhelmed, and crazy, we just need to be with people who understand us. Well, the Holderness family does a great job of laughing at the craziness that comes with modern-day parenting. If you are not familiar with the Holderness family, you've got to check them out. They are famous YouTubers who make funny videos that make us crazy super moms feel seen, heard, and felt. Their recent May-sember video is today's Supermom Power Boost. Go to YouTube, look up the Holderness family, and type in May-sember, and watch the video, have a laugh, and know that you are not alone in this crazy life. (laughs) I will include a link in the show notes for you. It's super fun. Today's quote of the day, imperfections are not inadequacies. They are a reminder that we are all in this together. Brene Brown. Thank you so much. I will love you and leave you. Take care. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.